Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Well, let me tell you what I think about some of the athletics rankings, Brooke. Um, I don't think – here's what the athletic – they do a fantastic job. And our guy, JR, Jeremy Rutherford, we know he does amazing work over at the athletic. When they do these ranking polls, it never seems to be accurate, in my opinion. And not just because they're Blues players that don't get ranked the right way or they don't like the Blues team overall. Is They just they select a, num- a bunch of numbers – and they plug them in, and that's just the equation. It's like, okay, well, this is the numbers here, and we'll just, that's where they rank. <laughs> that is our colleague, our partner, our friend, Jamie Rivers, now the analyst for Blues Hockey on Bally Sports. And joining us now from the aforementioned athletic is Jeremy Rutherford, who, Jamie said, does fantastic work. At the Athletic and as our Blues Insider. Good morning, JR. How are you doing? Good morning, good morning. And I was listening to the interview with Riv yesterday, and I was glad that he qualified uh, that statement there. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you rank the Blues center duo? Are they, Do you think they're below average? You know, it's funny because uh, we do have a group of writers, three or four of them, that, that write those types of pieces uh, nationally, and, the, and they compare all the teams and rank them. And, you know, I'm interested to find out where they have the Blues a lot of times, so I'll click on the article, and sometimes I keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And so <laughs> <laughs> When I got down to 26 yesterday with uh, Robert Thomas and Braden Chen being the two centers, I felt, honestly, and Harmon's a friend of mine, if he were here, I'd tell him the same thing, I felt like they should be a little bit higher like they're not top 10 when you start talking about some of these teams but i think uh, they're probably in the middle of the pack well jeremy i mean it it does seem that way that sometimes and you do fantastic work and i love the athletic because articles like this always get me kind of riled up because then i go to the athletic today and then this is one of the articles that i see that's just came out it says finding hope for the nhl's top most hopeless teams and the blues are one of the teams that they have listed there they're predicting just 80 points and an eight percent chance of the blues making the playoffs this season brooke there's another article it's so funny because i see that headline today and we as the writers in the city like i don't have any idea that that article's coming it's somebody else that's working on it and uh, so i see the headline and i see most desperate teams and i start to scroll down and i'm like please don't have the blues on this because i'm gonna hear about it uh from the fans here but uh, obviously you know being towards the bottom last year not making the playoffs they were definitely among the the top 10 and The projection last year for the Blues with uh, your friend Dom's model was uh, 92 (laughs) points, and and they finished, of course, with uh, 81. And so this year Dom had them at about 80 points. So they fit in that bottom 10. Look, I mean, we can all be truthful with ourselves here, as Mike Kelly just said a few minutes ago, is is if you're being honest, then you, you have to understand that this is a team that has a lot to prove. And there's a lot of question marks that 
even though we've seen a bit of preseason here, we still need to see once the regular season starts. Would Dom have taken Barrios out after three innings? <laughs> I, I think he might have tweeted. There were a lot of Canadian hockey uh, writers that I follow on Twitter that were tweeting, this is absolutely insane. And it is. What do you not learn from the Snell situation a couple years ago? It's amazing That's, that people didn't learn from that. It's a great, it's a, a very great question that we were all wondering this morning. But just a follow up to that, they do say in the article that kind of a caveat with the Blues' success this season has a lot to do with Jordan, uh, Jordan Cairo, and Robert Thomas taking big step forwards, a big leap forward this season. I think everybody feels that way, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the bottom line is that uh, those two are going to have to. They are basically. I don't want to say the team up front because you have Pavel Buchnevich who could be your MVP, but when you put so many uh, eggs in one basket with the salaries that Kyrou and uh, Thomas are going to make this year in the next eight years uh, you know, in total, uh, they have to be those guys. They have to be. You can't have a regression. Um, and, in fact, you have to have these guys producing more than they have in the past, which says a lot when you talk about a Jordan Kyrou who scored 37 goals. That's why Robert Thomas has said multiple times this preseason – He's a guy that's going to score 50. I mean, those are the expectations for these guys. And you can talk about size on the third and fourth line like we did a couple weeks ago in the article. You can talk about the defense bouncing back. You can say it's not Jordan Bennington's fault last year. Whatever you want to say, if those two guys don't produce, the Blues can't make the playoffs. All right, JR. So the Blues finished sixth in the Central Division last year. What is going to make them different this season? Well, I think it's something that uh, Riv said yesterday. I think it's the, the emphasis on the defense and playing together. If this team is going to make the playoffs, it's number one is the defense has to play better. And I think that what we've seen in the preseason is that this group is kind of buckling down. And it's a long season, 82 games, and we're not even to game one yet. So they've shown nothing yet. But what we have seen in practice, is uh, kind of clogging up that front of the, the net area and, and the forwards kind of getting back and helping and creating layers to get through. The two or three players, defensemen that I talked to the other day for the article that I wrote, The Athletic, uh, that's what they said. Hey, look, if they're going to get through, they're going to have to get through layers. And I think uh, that was the emphasis this offseason. They bring in Mike Weber, the assistant coach. They're implementing it now. And I don't think it's anything that should take a ton of time to figure out. This isn't something that two months into the season we should say, hey, they're still trying to figure out the system. It's pretty basic. They're tweaking things. But I think that uh, the sooner we can see that, obviously, the better. So as we watch that system unfold, what, what will we see? What, what can we look for and recognize that the Blues are doing differently than what they did last year? Well, number one is going to be those bodies in that slot area. And if everybody remembers back to last year, there weren't any bodies in the slot area except for the opponent. Like, I've never seen anything like it. 19 years of covering the Blues, and I've never seen so many forwards from the other team wide open in the slot, passes going through the crease, no sticks on them, nothing. And so I think number one is there's going to be bodies uh, in that spot. And, Randy, if if it works and if they're successful – then you're going to see a lot of opponents moving the puck around the outside trying to crack it. And then it's going to be up to the Blues to stay disciplined, not get out there and chase them and not make it easy to get into that slot area. And it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be you know, wide-open shots, high-danger shots. We're going to see all that stuff this year. But I think if the Blues are doing what they're implementing, there's going to be less of that this year. Jared, what do you think is left to see from the preseason with the Blues? Well, you got two games left. You're uh, Dallas, what's that uh, tonight? And then you got uh, Chicago on Saturday. 
you know, I, I, what I'm looking to see is who's going to be this third defensive pair. And you look at the top four, we know what that is. It's going to be Letty and Pareko. It's going to be Krug and Falk. What they've been running in practice the past couple days is Tyler Tucker and Marco Scandella in one pair, and then you have Perinovich and Bortuzzo in another pair. And could they mix those up and, and pick two guys and put them as the third pair? Yeah, they could. But they've been running a lot of the same pairs, so you'd expect that one of those pairs is going to be that that third pair. Who's it going to be? Uh, Scott Perinovich, as good as he's played in a lot of these preseason games, is not running one of the power play units right now. It's Tori Krug on that top unit and Justin Falk running the point on the second unit. Is that a sign that Pernovich isn't going to be on the ice opening night? It could be. And since he's been skating with Bortuzzo, you know, maybe those two are the odd guys out. So we'll see in practice today, get another look at it, see who's running that third pair. But I think that's one thing that we're look, looking at heading into uh, game one. Jerry, I think the, the penalty kill unit left a lot to be desired last year. What have you seen from them uh, this preseason? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been okay. You know, uh, Mike Weber, the new assistant coach, he comes in not only as the defensive uh, specialist, the defensive coach, but he's also the PK coach, uh, Mike Van Ryan, who left after the season, had those duties last year. And it was as bad as it gets last year, Kerry. It really was. And, you know, started off good first couple games. I don't think they gave up a shot on net uh, on the PK. So this year, um, you know, I think they're going to still be a little aggressive, but at the same time, they got to be responsible I haven't seen a ton of it. I haven't been at the road preseason games, so full disclosure there. Uh, but we'll get a look at it here at home on Saturday against Chicago again and, and try to see if that's coming along. But um, there again, you know, I, I kind of throw that in the defensive category. Defense has to be better. Your penalty kill has to be better. And uh, Mike Weber was brought in to do that too. JR, you always do great work. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Tell, uh, the, uh, tell Dom we said hi. Yeah, for sure I will. And, and hey, uh, I took you to a uh, tiebreaker in the fight today. I can't believe you guys didn't recognize recognize my voice. Uh, I oh, gave yeah. my name to you. Yeah. Yeah. you yelling? <laughs> so, how, and then how'd you do on the tiebreaker? Did you go with one forty eight or one forty five? I lost you. No, no, I was actually on the line with you. I gave my name to you. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, uh, See you I, guys. I, I, wait, one more thing, Jr. Uh, I don't know if you realize this. I'm sure you've heard this morning. Did you see who St. Louis City SC lost to last night? Uh, yeah, that was uh, Van, right? Yeah. What'd you call him? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Give us a southern accent. <laughs> Vancouver. Van Blankencouver. Van Blankencouver. When you kept saying that earlier, I was thinking of Van Imp. I always talk about uh, Red Berenson scoring those six goals, and, mm-hmm. and the Blues from that time you used to say that uh, Dan Kelly would say, and Red Berenson, he's by Van Imp. He shoots and scores again. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Have a great day and a great weekend, sir. We appreciate it. You too. See you guys. Thanks, Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from The Athletic.